Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Money Watch ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome to the Money Watch Show. It's Thursday, February 29th. Oh my gosh, it's a leap year. Oh, how about that? If you were born on the 29th, would you then on the other years choose the 28th or March 1st? Anyone who was born on the 29th of February, give us a holler. We'd love to hear from you. What do you do? If you've got a financial question, you should go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. We'll get your note. Don't forget to let us know if you want to join us on the show or on our video show called Jill on Money Powered by the Compound. There are links to everything on our website as well as an ability to buy The Great Money Reset. That's my book and it's out in paperback. And and uh, it's really based on all of our conversations that we've had over the years with you guys. Today, we are talking to Susan, who's on the line from Georgia. I've been a longtime Jill on Money listener, I guess I would call it. Um, I started a little prior to the pandemic when y'all went to daily, um, but then have kind of dove in headfirst into the Jill on Money world um, and went back and listened to all the prior episodes as a goal for myself. Um, and the last couple of weeks of December, I think, and then one of the videos on the compound, you were commenting, I guess I would say, about the people who had 18 different funds in their either 401k or their IRA or whatever it was. Um, and it was a repeated theme a couple of different times. And so it hit me like I've been kind of focused on bigger picture things per Ed Slot and Mark um, about conversions and things like that. Um, and I probably have between individual stocks and funds like 30 or 40. Wow. Funds, I mean, across the different types of accounts. Um, and then I know I have a, a widowed mother who is oh. elderly 
And uh, I know that I will be inheriting some things from her. So I will probably, because she has some overlap of the things I have, but then she has things I don't have. So it'll probably be like 50 or aye, 60. Aye, aye. I don't even, I don't aye. even know. Come on. Uh, and, and a lot of it is, you know, overlapping funds that either mimic each other. Cause I had a bunch of rollover IRAs and I had, you know, like a Vanguard from one company and a Fidelity from another company. And then I opened a Schwab. And so it was kind of what, what was their fund. Okay. Hold on, sense. Susan. I'm going to interrupt for a second. So That's let's, fine. let's get to some basics. How old are you? 56. Are you married or single or partnered? I'm single. Once we clean this up, we're going to get her partnered up because we need to, you know, she'll have four or five funds. It'll be a much cleaner story to sell. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. Um, How old is your mom? 86. Okay. Uh, Are you still working, Susan? I am sort of part time. I'm in a somewhat of a sandwich with an 86 year old mother Mm. and a daughter who just turned 18. Oh, okay. 18 year old daughter. What's daughter doing? She just started her first semester of college, January 9th. All right. That's awesome. Congratulations. How are you paying for college or how is she paying for college? Um, Well, we, she slash me, we have been blessed with grandparents who contributed to a 529. Um, And she is currently going to like the community college in my town and living at home. Oh, God, um, I love this So tuition girl. was not very expensive at all. How much money's um, in the 529 right now? Uh, about 85. Okay, great. When you said you work part-time, how much do you earn? Uh, about 40. Does mom live with you or are no, she's on no. her own? Okay. She's on her own. And uh, nearby though, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, about 30 minutes away. Okay. But she can take care of herself? As of right now, yes. Mm, that doesn't sound like wildly encouraging as of right now like and any minute it's going to be your house or what um no not quite but I mean I, I go and do a lot of stuff around her house for her because mm. she's just not you know physically I don't want her on ladders I don't want her doing certain things because she's 86 years old does she drive um, she still drives <laughs> um but that's becoming more a thing. of a questionable thing okay can I just say can I tell you this I'm on the phone with my mother today uh, before the show starts, and my mom's 84, and she said to me, oh, I got into a fender bender on the Henry Hudson Parkway. I was in bumper-to-bumper traffic. My mother's a terrible driver, terrible driver for 60 years, 65 years of bad driving. So I said to her, you know, Mom, it's enough already with the driving. Like, you don't have to drive into the city. And da, 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 da. She goes on to tell me how much it costs to fix the fender bender. I'm like, that's a lot of trips to New York City and Uber. You know, like, so I am very hyper focused on this issue since I am touched by it myself. And as a woman in her 50s, all of your friends, I'm sure if you have a parent who is alive, you're all facing the same question. It's like, why are we letting this happen? This seems very dangerous. It's, uh, you know, it's crazy. It's funny. My aunt and uncle are in town from Australia. My aunt says that when you turn 80 in Australia, you have to take a driver's test every year. Oh, I'm all for that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be good. Right? Okay. Yeah, that, w- that would be good. So, Susan, how much money have you socked away in retirement? Give us the retirement amount and then non-retirement. About a million. Great. Mm. In retirement okay. between, between traditional and Roth. Okay. And then a little over 
350 mm-hmm. in non-qual. Okay, non-qualified. And, Susan using a little bit of the and, lingo. And she's single. Yes, oh. <laughs> I'm liking this. Yeah, some of these you might want to edit. Um, <laughs> I can give you percentages instead. No, that's um, good. That's good. Wait a second. So you have the 40 grand in part-time income. Is that enough to support you or do you have to dip into these accounts? Um, well, I was until December 31st was getting child support. Uh-huh. And so between those, I was kind of making it work and I was dipping into the brokerage account just for extra things. Okay. Um, if that makes sense. Yes, of course. Um, so now, uh, just to be clear, now how much money do you think you need to pull from the brokerage account? About? Probably 20, 25. Okay, that's fine. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Do you have money in cash also? Just bank money, safe money, money market? Yeah, I've got a, a little over 20. I had my furnace and my refrigerator both break in December. So mm-hmm. that went down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've also had to pay my estimated taxes because that's the other thing that I've been doing mm. um, is per Ed slot and even prior to Ed slot, I've been converting from my traditional mm. to my Roth because mm. I'm currently in a really low tax bracket mm-hmm. and I'm head of household. Oh, so I've got some some wiggle room there. Yep. Um, to convert while I'm in this low bracket. So I've been moving money from my traditional to my Roth mm-hmm. and then I'm pulling from either my kind of my emergency fund ish money or mm-hmm. selling stuff in my brokerage to okay. cover the estimated taxes. Okay. But when you're selling in the brokerage, are you actually triggering a long-term capital gain when you're doing that usually? It de- it depends on how much I've converted because mm. partially it's 0% capital gains. Right. And then occasionally, depending on how much I've converted and how closely I've kind of hit it, mm. um, sometimes it's it pops into the 15 percent. I'm not worried about paying 15 percent, but this is well, also and right. And yeah. in some respects, I almost like so in that brokerage account, how many different funds and stocks do you have? Ooh, um, about 20. Come on. These are funds or individual stocks? Um, in the, in the brokerage, it's mostly individual stocks. Why do you have all these individual stocks? Are you a maven? Are you listen? Are you a listener of the compound and friends? Similar to my children being, cause I have a son as well. 
um, similar to my children being blessed with 529s, way before 529s, I had grandparents who did UTMAs. Yeah, yeah. And so that was my college money. And then what was left was mine to do with as I chose. Mm -hmm. Um, And then um, some first jobs I had, I did ESPPs. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of a combination of that. But I hired a financial advisor in the early 90s who did individual stock picks. Okay. But you're managing this all yourself now, right? I mean, yes, yes. She actually retired um, and so I took it over and did it myself. And then since then, I've just bought ETFs, no okay. more individual stocks. But I haven't sold a lot of the stuff that I've held. Hmm. Mark, what do you think about this? This is all fascinating to me. So just to be, let's go let's run down these. So, oh, what, last question. How much money does mom have? A lot. About? A lot, <laughs> like $5 million or $10 million? Oh, No, well, not that much. That's a lot um, to me. I would probably say... Three. three that's good yeah, all right half of it half of it will come to me yeah uh, all right. uh, but still um we do not want your mom to make any changes even with all of those stocks i'll tell you why do you know how cost basis works upon right, death I'll get step up. Yeah. yes so for everyone listening you don't like to mess around with someone who's 86 year old account unless there's something really bad going on because upon death you as the person who inherits the money gets a step up in cost basis the date of death valuation of that asset is where you're triggering your your cost basis so that's when you can clean all of her stuff up for your brokerage i mean mark what should she do about all these different individual stocks uh, it's not the way I operate. It's way too many for my liking. It would drive me nuts. Uh, I mean, I, I really would need to like really look at them and see what the cost basis is. If there's any losses, are there any losses? No, no there can't no. be. It's no. From a hundred years no ago, no losses. Well, I mean, and that's there, there have been through the years. There have been a couple of small losses, and I've sold a couple things here and there to get cash to do some of the other things. Um, but for the most part, I've held them for 25 years. I mean, They're can, all gains. Can you sell any of these things and still stay in the zero or 15 percent tax bracket? Um, yes. And also it depends on how much I convert of my Roth controls how much I can stay in the zero percent. Does I, that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, as you're selling things to pay for these conversions, I, I would try and start eliminating some of these stocks. How many how many funds? You said you've been adding index funds along the way. How many funds do you have? Right. I don't I only have I think I don't think I have any index funds in my regular brokerage. Those are all in my Roth and my traditional. So the brokerage is 100% individual stocks. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what to say about this. This is like this is a tough one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, cuz there's, there's obviously tax consequences. Yeah. I mean, right. look, I never like to let the tax tail wag the investment dog. However, I think that you're now onto this as like a general strategy so that if you are pulling out 20 to 25 grand a year in terms of like your need, uh, that could be the way that you start cleaning it up is that little by little you start getting rid of some of these holdings. I'm wondering about the Roth conversion, though, to be honest with you. How much is Roth? How much is traditional right now of the million? Right now, because I've been converting for the last probably five years, mm-hmm. um, just shy of six is the Roth, and about four twenty-five is the traditional. 
Mark, how would you feel about her stopping that I'm right now? I'm fine because I feel like this brokerage account, she kind of needs it to live on. Yeah, we need that money right now. So I think that we stopped doing the conversion. I get that you did really? it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's actually what we've uncovered is the real issue. And that is that, yes, you want to clean these accounts up, but I'm not worried about you long term. You're going to get a million and a half dollars from your mother or maybe something less, a million dollars, depending you know, on what happens. You have money. I think that the brokerage account, as you start selling those assets to clean it up, you want to make sure you have enough money. So again, the beginning of the year, you know you're going to need 20 or 25 grand. You can free up 20 to 25 grand, sell those stocks that you need to sell. You'll hopefully clean stuff up along the way. And you'll live on that to supplement what the, essentially the the finished child support payment, you'll be like, taking that from your brokerage account and you're fine. You're good. Like we can pull money out of your traditional account five or six years from now, really four and a half. But you know, like we don't have to worry about this. You've done the hard work right now. You've made a, she's done a good chunk of conversions as is. Exactly. 600,000 in Roth, 400 pre-tax. I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. I don't want to deplete the the, uh, The the brokerage brokerage account. account. Yeah, we need that brokerage account to stay intact. And you can watch yourself on, and again, you're in a low tax bracket, so you can sell stuff and you will still be selling long-term capital gains, hopefully mostly at the 0%, a little bit of 15%. You don't have to go crazy and do this all at once, Susan. So you'd sell and just hold it in cash for now. Yeah, for those that's your you need your you need two grand a month, right? You need that to live right. on. You came on and talking about all the different funds. We went right. into your your Roth conversion strategy. So I want to leave you with this, Susan. Oftentimes when people come on the air, one issue is raised and we uncover another. So I think that what we're now saying to you is look, you've done an amazing job converting. It's a great you've got all that money. It's been you've paid the tax on it. Terrific. Now, next step. Let's make sure that your brokerage account, you free up the money you need for your cash flow on an annual basis. You've got to be able to do that. That's great. Don't sell as you need the money. Figure out what you need from this account. Free it up now so that you don't have to worry about stocks going up or down. You know what your reliability is and do that on an annual basis. And you will clean things up just like that. One last thing, Susan, have you and your mom both done your estate planning? Yes, for both of us. Um, I know hers is outdated. Um, She did it last, right after my father passed in 2007. Um, So hers probably needs to be updated. And mine, now that my children are both adults, probably needs to be updated. But yes, we both have documents in place. What do you have? One other thing, Mark? Yeah, I was going to say just before we wrap up, in terms of cleaning things up in those tax deferred accounts, you can do that now. Right. That is exactly right. So let's make sure we do that. The goal should be four or five funds. That's it. Yes. Okay. So I should just start going in and just sell, 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 sell. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're not going to be able to find the perfect time to do it. So just do it. Just do it. Okay. All right. See, and I was kind of like, well, it's okay that all these rollovers rolled in with shares. It's okay to keep all these different funds because it's not hurting me in any way. Well, it's not hurting you, but it's like clean it up. It's very inefficient. I'm sure. I'm sure. I think you said it at the beginning of the call. There's probably a lot of overlap in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there definitely is. I mean, I pulled them up and I've got like VOO and SPY and QQQ and IVVE and BTI. They're all all overlapping each other. We're ready to move on. 
If you've got a financial question, if you're thinking about a big change, if they've had a big life event, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button. We'll get your note. Don't forget to let us know if you want to join us live, which is a lot more fun. You can tell. It's because we can ask follow-up questions and really get into what's going on. Mark Talerche was the co-host and executive producer, as well as the king of all things web at JillOnMoney.com. We're distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and we always like to remind you to try to live someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.